Hi, welcome to the Refuge House Church Podcast. We are so glad that you decided to join us today. Here at the Refuge House, we help people discover their God-given uniqueness through the teaching of God's Word so that they can be empowered to make a difference and impact their world for Christ. So here's what we need you to do. We need you to grab your Bible, your notebook, your pens, and then get ready for a powerful message and see what God is going to do. I believe there are people in your life that probably need this message. So go ahead and share this to them and invite them to be a part of what God is doing today. Thank you and enjoy this week's message. All right, let me talk about the second level of preparation before I close. Write this down. We've looked at statutory preparation. Under that, we considered eight points. Now let's look at the second stages or stage of preparation in the faith life. Write this down. Everybody says seasonal preparation. I didn't hear you. Everybody says seasonal preparation. You need to know what I'm telling you if you want to go far with God. Seasonal. The word seasonal tells you that it's not regular. It has to do with periodic moments. In Nigeria, I don't know whether it still applies anyway. We used to have rainy and dry season. But rain can fall any month now. But, but over there, abroad, you have four seasons. Is that not so? You have summer. You have autumn, you have spring, and you have what? Winter. Each of these plays out all through the year. Each season has its peculiarities. True or false? Now, I hope you know in the book of Ecclesiastes, go there, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, everybody. Let me show you. Ecclesiastes 3 is in the Old Testament, in case you don't know. Because before you start going to check New Testament... Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Are you there? I'm going to read verse 1. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes 3. Are you there? Or is it on the screen? Okay. Are we there? Ecclesiastes 3 1. Or you are still looking for it? Or the, the page has removed from your Bible? Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. Okay. Let's read. To everything. Everybody say everything. What is everything? All things. Is that not so? True or false? To every, everybody say to everything. There is what? There is what? I'm reading from King James Version. Alright? I prefer the arrangement of that than some of this. Which one is this one? King James. Uh -huh. That one. Very good. Alright. Can we look at that one? To everybody say everything. everything. What is everything? All things. People, place, and things. Is that not so? Yeah. People, place, and things. That's why you have, when you talk about cities, you have um, Christmas season. Christmas, according to the way it's celebrated. Don't, don't ask me whether it is 25th. I'm just giving an example. I'm not, I don't have time for nonsense like that. They have a particular date they agreed to celebrate Christmas. True or false? Is that not so? If you want to do your own in October, it's your business. Go and do it. Alright, so, but the New Year celebration is when? Do we celebrate New Year on July? When do we celebrate New Year? Huh? January when? First. So, we can say that's a season. Every season has a cycle. Is that not true? It has a what? It has a cycle. It comes. It's a cycle. Alright, so the Bible says to everything there is a season. So that means to your life there are seasons. There are what? 
And a season is a set period or a set time when certain things has been scheduled to happen. Is that not true? Yeah. From where you grew to where you are, there were different seasons of your life. Let me use natural illustration. There is the kindergarten season of your life. There is the primary school season of your life, two of us. Then from primary school, even if you didn't go to school, you were, you were doing boma on the road. It's still season. Or we'll call it boma season. Eh? Then from primary school, you have secondary school season. Each of these seasons, they come. But, but what you want to understand is that there is a time bound to every season. Because to every season, there is a shadow. But within this shadow, each of these shadow is to accomplish a purpose. Is that not so? So we can say that in every season... There is a scheduled time for every purpose to be done. Is that clear? That's the explanation of Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time to what? To every purpose under the heaven. So within every season, there is a scheduled time for certain purposes. In other words, in God's calendar, God matches his purpose with a set time. Is that clear? Come on, talk to me. Is that clear? Very good. Now, what am I saying? As a believer, the moment you got born again, in second, go to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9. I don't want to rush this, but I want to give you foundation for this. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9, everybody. If you're born again, you should know what I'm saying. If you don't know it, know it now. Because if you don't know it, then your following God will be blind. Because many people today are following God because they want to use God to make a life. That's what they're following God for. And that's not the reason why he saved you. God didn't save you so you can use him. God saved you so he can use you. Second Timothy 1 now. Are you there? What did he say? Who had saved us? Say amen. I didn't hear everybody. Did he save you? If he didn't save you, you can come and receive him. Who had saved us and did what? Call. What does the word call mean? It means to invite. So the purpose of your salvation is to honor a divine invitation. You were not just saved to make heaven. That's the eventual fridge benefit. But you were saved because there was a calling on your life. Say amen. amen. Called us with what? An holy calling, not according to our works or effort. Now, but according to what? I want everybody to say it. According to what? His what? His own. Is it your purpose or his own? <laughs> his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So when you got born again and you got saved, you registered yourself to secure access to God's purpose and grace for your life that was put in place before the world began. That means your life is special. Say amen. amen. Say with me, say I'm special in Christ. Say it louder, say I'm special in Christ. And so for each and every one of us that have been saved and called, there is a season for everything. The Holy Ghost has been given to us as a tour guide. Everybody say a tour guide. Have you ever gone to somewhere and you need a guide to direct you? Is that not so? Yeah, like you're looking for somebody, maybe you go to a hotel that has 500 rooms. 
and you're looking for somebody in the room, will it not be foolish of you to try to start saying, where is, where is number one? Call, call, call. Please, is Mr. F.A. here? No, it's not here. Call, call, call. Number two, is Mr. F.A. here? Sorry, it's not here. Call, call, call. Number three, you will not live there that day. And number two, that's foolish. Where do you go? You go to reception. Is that not so? When you go to reception, you make your, your request. I'm looking for so-and-so and so person. Then the person is he expecting you. Is that not so? Then they will call the person. Say, please, there's one so-and-so here. Do you know him? Yes or no? I know him. I don't know him. If they know you, come to room 222. How long will it take you to have reached 222? The man would have even gone out. That's what the Holy Ghost does. The Holy Ghost knows the shadow of God for your life. Say amen. Did you hear what I said? Who knows the shadow of God for your life? The Holy Ghost. And this shadow of God for your life is divided into seasons. And each season has specific purpose attached to them. Each season is to fulfill certain purposes. That's why life is not about the natural things we look at. And the point I want you to understand is this. Whenever a season is due in your life, according to God's shadow, there is always a choice. What did I say? When a season for God for your life is due, where certain things God wants to make happen in your life is due to be birthed, the Holy Ghost will highlight you. The Holy Ghost will signal you. It may give you a dream. It may give you a vision. It may give you a prophecy. But you need to understand how to do what seasonal preparation is or else you will miss it. Because what people do is that they miss their season because they are only in, they become too carnal. And they've allowed calendar time to shadow their life alone. Your grace, your grace and your favor is not in calendar time. Your grace and your favor is in God's arrangement time. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Did you hear what I said? So that's why you read the scripture. And when the time came, God moved. Are you, are you still with me? Are you still with me? Very good. Now, whenever a season is due, listen to this, and I want you to understand this. Whenever a season of God's purpose in your life is due, the Holy Spirit will signal to your spirit to withdraw and begin to spend time in prayer. That season may be entering a business. It may be changing a job. It may be a promotion or something, whatever it is. Sometimes the Holy Ghost may give you the detail. Other times he may not give you the detail. He may just give you a burden in your heart to pray. The Spirit may drop a vision for you and the vision may not make sense. He may give you a dream or a burden or an urgency to start spending extra time and moments in prayer in order to position you for what is due for your season. Now, let me give you some wisdom about seasonal preparation. Are you still with me? Are you still with me? I know what I'm talking about. When I left secondary school and I was about to write jam, I began to pray. I was seeking God's face. I learned that early enough in my work with God. Holy Spirit, what would you have me do? And as I began to pray, and thank God for the local church, thank God for the church I was in. I had a lot of wisdom from there. I began to pray because I knew I was about to enter another phase of my life. While I was speaking, waiting, seeking God, in the living room in Sapele, that was where the Holy Ghost revealed to me about the fellowship in, Sap in Amukwe Sapele that we've been running for almost 31 years. He came, just boom, like that. 
This is what you will do. This is what you will invade. Blah, 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 blah. I didn't stop going to a church because it wasn't a church. God didn't tell me to start a church then. Even though the thing grew and all the pastors were panicking and they were scared, I told them, I said, God didn't tell me to start a church. I don't know why you, they would go and sit down in their meeting and they were talking about me. I told them we should talk about something else. But it was amazing. But in that obedience, in that season, God made certain connections in my life that are still speaking today. Write this down. Your seasons are interconnected. That's why you shouldn't play with it. If you disobey the bidding of the Spirit to separate yourself for prayer in one season and you don't obey God, what God provided for that season to connect you to the next season, you will miss it. That's when people now enter this period of as if nothing is happening because they've missed seasons. When God was telling them to pray, they were sleeping. Sleep was too sweet. Say, God, how are you going to make her wake up for nine? You Bible say, he does, watches over, doesn't sleep. You don't need sleep. Me, I need sleep. Make her sleep. When you were supposed to be praying, you were sleeping. When you were supposed to pray, you were going to visit friends. And you missed what God was preparing you for. He still loves you, but you have missed your shadow. And what some of you don't understand, there are some seasons of your life, your husband is inside. There are some seasons of your life, your wife is inside. There are some seasons that your husband or your wife is not there. There may be somebody God wants to bring into your life that will settle in the next 10 years of your life. That's how God works. So, in seasonal preparation, listen to this. Whenever you sense a, a burden of vision or a dream where God shows you something, and, and you don't have all the interpretation, but you know that something is about to happen. You just have this sense of urgency that you are about to step into something different in your development, in your growth, in your exposure, in your career, in your business. Whatever you're doing, you just sense that the season is about to shift. What do you do? Whenever you sense such things, limit or withdraw. Listen, I did not say isolate and stop coming to church. That's not what I said. I said limit or withdraw hmm, from people and begin to spend more time with God in prayer. You know, cut down on some television time. Cut down on chat. Go to God more in prayer because God is calling you. And you also, because the devil understands how powerful your purpose is, he will also push distractions to you. It could be family distraction. It could be different kinds of distraction. Just to crowd your mind with matters that don't matter. And if you don't know how to deal with such seasons, you'll miss it. When God called me to Futo, there was a meeting we started and it went funny, but I left that. I don't want to get into that story. Then I knew God. One night, God gave me a vision I will never forget at Lake Wimberry. That's in where Imo State University is now. I had a dream where I saw lions were attacking people all over the campus. And I saw myself helping to rescue people and saving them. It was an extensive, it was so extensive. When I woke up from there, I said, Lord, what is the meaning of this? And as I began to pray, I now found that I was carrying something inside my spirit that was for that land. So what did I do? I began to pray. When I, my life became regimented, I didn't have time for games. I'll go for my lecture because if I don't attend lecture, I will fail. 
I'll go for my lecture. In between my lecture, if we, I have one hour before the next lecture, I'll just go to one corner. 30 minutes. I'll be praying in the spirit. I'll cover my face. Then once lecture finish, 3 a.m., I'll go to the bush and pray from 3 to 6. When I finish 3 to 6, I go take my bath, eat, go and sleep. Sleep till like two hours. You don't sleep too much. You just sleep to refresh. Sleep, then get up, go read. I'll read till like 11. Then I'll pray till 12 or 1. I'll go and sleep. Prepare for That was my life. I didn't have time for games. And while I was doing that, I realized I was pushing into something. And when that time came, I will never forget the day I was praying and walking in the garden. I was just speaking in tongues, praying, walking, and I saw a huge, big pot that appeared in the atmosphere. And I'm like, what is this one? Then a light came from heaven and struck it and it broke into pieces. And a voice said, he said, the, he said, the coast is clear. Go! And that was it. The rest is history. That can happen for ministry. That can happen for a job. You may be sensing that God wants to move you to an empty position. But your current spiritual consecration is not ready for it. Because for you to move to an empty position, there are other people that are using Ogwaju Ogwaju. Everybody says Ogwaju Ogwaju. They are blowing powder. And their own commitment to the demonics are stronger than your commitment to God. And yet they are wrecking and trying to prevail on board management to make sure you remain where you are. And meanwhile, destiny calls you, say you are a prime minister like Joseph in the prison. It's time for you to rise. And instead of you to spend more time praying, you're not going to start doing office politics. Start playing APC and PDP in your office. And you miss God. Your promotion is not in any man. Write this down. Your promotion is in your purpose. It's in your purpose. Some of, them, some of you are even carrying a business that can become the next Microsoft. And you don't know. Because those moments God is telling you, pray, 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 pray. I say, God, make a sleep small, now they come. And because you didn't pray, you didn't see the business with the eye of the spirit. You saw it with the kind of eye. Thank you for joining us today. Your generosity helps us to take this message to the ends of the earth. You can give on our website at www.therefugehousechurchhc.org. So go ahead and click on the link in the description. Remember to subscribe to hear more messages like this.